Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong GM and writer. At our table today is... Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. I'm Riley, I play Grimlock Seaspray. And I'm TJ, and I play Kirith O'Dell. Previously on AdLib Heroes, Grimlock, Kirith, and Olivia met with Leonard DuPont, a strange antiquarian in Chateau Soldat. As long as they agreed to give it to him for one day and one night, he would help them find the sunset trapped in stone. Once they agreed, he was able to use his crystal ball to show them the entrance to the drow ruins that the stone was hidden within. As they headed down the tunnels deeper in towards the drow city, Kirith got tangled into a series of spider webs. Now let's get back to the action. So in this long corridor, you've stumbled into thick, heavy spider webs, Kirith, and up ahead you see series of red eyes starting to glow in the dark. Gasp. I'm stuck. Guys, can I reach the spider charm? Yeah. Okay. And I <laughs> pull out the spider charm and shout Varu. Okay. Roll me your animal handling. Okay, I'm not actually proficient at this. <laughs> what kind of druid are you? Uh, sewer druid. There's animals in the sewer. I got a natural 20. <laughs> Plus my wisdom, so I don't know, 24. Yeah. So the spiders are, they're, they all blink in unison and all start moving away from you with fear. Someone come and grab my sword and cut me out of this, please. Sure. I'll walk up. Mm -hmm. Hopefully not get stuck in any webs on the way there. You you get some on you, but you guys are able to get free now. That Because with a natural 20, uh, what we said when you bought that charm is it basically works like turn dead for spiders. Hmm. So they are running away. They get to start making saving throws at the end of their turns. But I don't think of spiders as single-minded. They know there's something there that scared them. They're going to leave it a couple hours before they come and check. Sick. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm assuming I Spider have a torch charm. lit. Probably, yes. Yes. So Unless I, you have a lantern lit or a candle lit. Uh, I have a torch, and I'm staying kind of farther back while he cuts him down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Good searching for traps up there. <laughs> Are we dead? No, I, I said good. I That wasn't sarcasma. <laughs> Sarcasma, the great <laughs> demon lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's keep going, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, you continue down this circular tunnel that is sloping downward into mm -hmm. the mountain. And just keep that charm, like, wrapped around my wrist at this point. <laughs> right next to your totem. Yeah. Just, nope. Do we get a... Um, we're walking past the mushroom farm thingy, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, you're following basically... A circular road cut into the mountain that's heading. Cool. But it is such a straight path, you know that it's constructed. Cool. Well, I get like disad if I try to do a, like a, a masonry check here because everything's like so foreign. No. Yeah. Cool. So you continue downwards and eventually the tunnel opens up into a huge cavern. 
It's several miles across and about uh, probably about 400, 500 feet high. In the roof of this cavern, there are several growths of purple crystal. A few of them are shedding dim light downwards, but a lot of them are broken and cracked and are no longer shedding light. The ones that are shedding light, there's so few of them now, all they do is serve to lengthen the shadows. Below you, you can see a city that is laid out in a an expanding circular pattern. There are a bunch of round buildings. The buildings in the very center are taller than the ones near the edge. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of buildings down there. There's a round citadel in the center that is probably about five stories tall. The cavern is silent, except for the occasional gust of air from somewhere, which almost screams across the stone. As you're watching, you can see that there are several areas of the city that are encased in spider webbing, and you can see, again, horse-sized spiders skittering across them. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Do you have any more of those, those things you have? I have that that one. Can can you use it more than once? Uh, yes. Okay, I, I'm feeling confident. <laughs> I wish the vision would have told us more. It just kind of showed that we went in here and came out of here. Came out of here in a day. <sighs> okay. So we just... How far away do we think that big circle thing in the middle <laughs> is? It would walk. probably take you about an hour and a half to walk to it. And this is probably stored at least near the center, if not right at the center. So And high up, probably, from what Dylan's men have been finding. Mm -hmm. Stuff is stored high. That's important. Mm -hmm. We have ways to get up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can... Can you turn into anything big enough that it could, like, bring us up? I mean, I can turn into a giant spider. And then just web us and baby us, carry us <laughs> up. <laughs> like a luggage. Like like a spider with a purse. <laughs> I usually try to start my, my combats while grappled. It's good. Like, I guess if we... If you would prefer that, but I also know you have a potion of spider climb and you can just climb stuff. It's just True. a potion of climb, actually. Oh. Oh, so you'd be really good at climbing if you took it. <laughs> Probably. Like climbing I don't know these if rock it's... walls. Weird. But we can I, go if you really want to be wrapped up in my webbing. Be gross. <laughs> no. Well, we can go through whatever stores are left here. Like, you know, they might have a potion of spider and you just mix them together and... Let's just move towards the... I'll use another locate object when we get closer to the middle. Do we want to try to sneak there? I... We can try. Like, if we bypass some of these things, that's for the best. But yep. mm -hmm. I, we're, we are not going to be able to sneak well enough to avoid everything. Hmm. But avoiding most of it's probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Prefer okay. to fight as few sleep nears as I can. They aren't horses. No. You keep you keep conflating something <laughs> size with an actual animal. I don't know what you mean. 
Um, <laughs> does my spider silk cloak give me advantage in this terrain as well or no? Yes, it okay. does. It might give you more advantage here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so everyone can roll me a stealth check. And I think every one of you now has advantage on that. Only in certain areas for me. <laughs> Riley only gets it if he takes a disadvantage on perception. Oh, yeah. 21 for Olivia. 23, Grimlock. And I'm pulling up the rear with a 16. 16. So... The three of you are walking through the long abandoned streets of this city. Uh, most of the houses have curtains instead of doors on them, and a lot of those are rotted away, and you can see the empty buildings inside. No one has been here in a long, long time. As you're heading along, uh, Kirith, you almost walk directly into the path of a being that the bottom half of him is a horse-sized spider, but the top half is a is a drow warrior, uh, an elf with, again, sinewy muscle. He's got a longbow on his side. He's wearing an ancient elven helm and studded leather armor, and he is walking through the streets, and he is being followed by two elven shadows. Like... Like the undead shadow, like... Yes, like... That it, is just the size is, and shape of an elf? Yes. Okay. And you nearly walk in front of him, and then you stop short and kind of take a step back and hold your breath, and you watch his long ears twitch, and he kind of points them in your direction and waits, and then he continues onwards, and he is muttering him to himself in... In Elven, he's saying, there's warmth, there's fresh meat nearby, my boys. And they continue past. I don't say anything. Do I see the shadows go with him? Yeah, the shadows okay. are following him. Okay. Uh, did anyone else see that? Yeah, you guys saw it okay. as well. It's just you had the lowest stealth check, yeah. so you were the one in danger. Yes, yes. <laughs> Did and anyone I, else hear that? Uh, I also speak Elvin. Yeah, you would hear it as well. Yeah, I did not like. Okay. <laughs> they called us meat, but well, they like, didn't. We are meat. Legally, we are meat, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Legally. <laughs> <laughs> A nearby judge nods. <laughs> hey, man, Final Fantasy Tactics advance. Judges show up everywhere. <laughs> uh, so yep. That, that was good. They can detect warmth, I guess. So. Be cool. Things are going to find us. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> so, Boo, Bev. Boo. <laughs> That's a good thing. Olivia dies. <laughs> <laughs> a very focused yeah. cave in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of you those purple lights just drops from the <laughs> ceiling. It turns around and says, I smell puns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry Kay. if my jokes stink. I'll quit. I'll quit. I'll quit. 
So <laughs> as you continue and get further into the center of the city, the houses are now further spaced apart. Well, all the buildings, the houses and the non-houses. You stop seeing doors on the first floor anymore. Okay. Uh, a lot of these houses have, again, uh, structures that you, Grimlock, recognize as they used to be gardens, but they are now overgrown. But there are stone features, and they would be flower beds, except it's strange fungus growing in them. Cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> like moss gardens and yeah, things. Yeah, moss Sick. gardens and like <laughs> oh, wild overgrown mushroom gardens. You see some mushroom toppery. Oh, cool. <laughs> And so yeah. is there still, like, um, creature? Like, uh, we've seen a few sparse spiders. We saw that drider. Mm -hmm. Does it seem like we're walking into a community, or it just seems like random people around a ruin? Yeah, it's it's random people. Yeah, so you are, again, still seeing spiders around as you walk through. Most of them are about the size of your fist. Okay. That's their body, so your fists with legs coming off. Yeah. And, yep, yep. As you approach the central citadel, you start to hear the plucking of a harp, playing a melody that is as, that is discordant on every fifth, seventh, and thirteenth note. Olivia, you realize it's making you so uneasy because it's a thirteen-beat time signature, mm. <laughs> like really weird music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the central citadel looks like a large bulb atop a thin lattice tower. There are balconies around the third, fourth, and fifth floor, but none are lower than that. That music is coming from the third floor. Should I cast locate object and just see if we even have to go in here? I mean, like, the way that our lives have been going, like, we do, but... <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, At least we'll know where... Yeah, that's fair. I'm kind of worried about the, like, turn into a spider and climb the outside thing. It's like, we'd probably have to break a window or something to get in. And there's no other entrances, though. Yeah, those balconies on the third floor, uh, there are, like, open passages that you could walk through. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> okay, so I pull out a small forked twig in the shape of, like, a tuning rod, and... Uh, the rest is just verbal and somatic and I hold it out in my palm and wave my hands and that brown energy comes off and floats into my eyes and if the and I think about the sunset cast in stone I think about the auric stone that I have um, to like give me the same idea I had when we came in and if the object is I, I can see I can sense the direction of the object to the object's location as long as it is within a thousand feet of me. If the object is moving, I know the direction of its movement. Um, the spell can locate a specific object known to you as long as you have seen it up close. Okay, I haven't seen it up close, but... But we decided yeah. that the auric stone is powerful enough that... It can locate the nearest object of a particular kind. Such so so I say auric stone. <laughs> no, you don't want to say auric oh, stone. No, you're right. Sunset cast in stone. Um... Yeah, so I can sense its direction. Yeah. Oh, it's safely at your feet. You don't even have to go into the nah, spooky fine. tower. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, wait. <laughs> Checking my notes. Uh, Great. It is in that tower up above you. 
can I tell how far? Uh, I guess I, it just gives me the direction. Yeah, it's doesn't. giving you the direction. So okay. it's it's up in that tower. And it lasts. It is not moving. Okay. And it lasts for 10 minutes. So as long as it doesn't take us like 11 minutes to climb up to the third floor, I'll also have an idea of like mm-hmm. if we're on level with it or if. About how. Now, the-, the problem with climbing is you end up at the bottom of the bulb. So if you don't have spider climb, it's hard to get up there. Mm. Although there are other options, like it's 30 feet up to the balcony. How many people can you take with a dimension door? Um, I think it's one other willing creature of a similar size. Then I'll change and go up there. And we don't have to use, you can keep that potion in case you need to emergency exit. Yeah, and it goes for 500 feet. Teleport yourself. You can bring along objects. You can also bring one willing creature of your size or smaller. All right. You, uh, yep. I'll just climb up there and... Okay, so you're turning in... How big of a spider are you turning into? Uh, ooh, I don't like that you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> Suspicious questions. Mm-hmm. And again, I say that, but I will remind you... Giant spider is not out of place here. No. But yeah. there's different stealth options if you are a smaller spider. That's true. <laughs> um, nah, I'll just go with giant spider. That's exactly what I thought of first. So, Okay. So you're climbing up first. Are you guys dimensioning door up there as soon as he gets there, or are you waiting for him to take a look around? Uh, it's a pretty immediate, so I'll wait for him to do a small amount of scouting first. Okay. Because it's also immediate, we'll just land wherever. Like, if he looks around and sees, like, a big drider, he can at least stop us. Uh, kinda. I I can't, like, give hand signals or anything as a spider. (laughs) Or you could give even more hand signals. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sure I can try to find a way to Mm -hmm. just, like, start webbing at Grimlock. I was actually going to suggest that. You could Charlotte's web it. (laughs) (laughs) Spell it out with my butt. Um, I can also message you, and then you can reply. Yeah, that takes you doing that. Yeah, I'm going to say, hey, what's up when you get up there? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot. Because you physically have to whisper the message. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can you just like They can reply in a whisper balcony? that only you can hear. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I hate this. Okay. Okay. So so I climb up and um I'll keep I like pee or try to peek in the balcony. Okay, roll me the door. a stealth check. Okay. I assume that my boots of health and kind aren't working currently. <laughs> I <laughs> you think don't that enough. makes sense that they wouldn't work right Word. now. <laughs> you need the but I also think I have higher dexterity as a spider. I've got to double check. Oh, I do. I do. But I, And I also keep my proficiencies. Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. So you peek over the edge. The uh, The balcony is a, well, like a, a pleasant balcony. There's artistic, like, stone railings that look like uh, a bunch of vines circling around. Cool. And uh, this was the third floor? This is the third floor. Okay. Uh, and then there is a, there is a basically half-circle passageway that leads into a large oval room that's probably about 
50 feet along the longest side. Uh, right by the door of the Oval Room, there is a stone coffer that has a few coins in it. And then at the far end, there is a drow woman in a thin gossamer robe, who's probably about Kirith's age, playing a golden harp. <laughs> Sitting on the floor in front of her are about four figures that look like someone made a drow out of wax and then melted it. And they're about three or four feet tall and they're sitting around watching her play. So that's hella suspicious. Mm -hmm. um, she does not appear to notice you. Best case scenario, this is just a friendly, crazy person. Best case scenario. <laughs> you could just keep going up uh, to another balcony and I could. And the Oryx Stone is about 50 feet in front of you, kind of right where that harp is. I try to take a closer look at the harp itself. Uh, so the harp itself shows uh, a series of drow being chased, or drow or else you can't tell because it's made of gold. But. Mm -hmm being chased by demons around the edges of the harp in its in its artwork. Heck. Okay. Um, is there any, like, obvious outside ornamentation or... Like, I'm trying to figure out if there's... If the auric stone is, like, part of this harp or if it's probably on her person from you can't really tell from here you'd okay. have to get closer to a basically to do an investigation check okay what does it look like kirith spider is doing from the ground just like, hanging on the edge of the balcony like four legs up. peeking up over <laughs> with, with two of the eight eyes like peeking over the balcony i turned to grimlock i i hope I really hope someone hasn't like controlled monstered him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Should I like throw a rock at him? I mean. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I think I might just. Uh, yeah, I, I need to communicate this to them. Um, how big is the balcony? Like, is the whole entrance of the ba in the so balcony or the balcony? So the balcony is about 10 feet across and circles all the way around. Okay. There's this circular entrance inside, and there are other entrances further along that would lead into other rooms of the interior of the Citadel. So there is so we could a go wall. There, like, there would be like a space that is walled off on the yes. balcony. Okay, I'm going to climb up on and change back into Kirith and try to like... Out of sight line. Yeah, out of sight line. Yeah. When I see him back at Kirit, oh, how far can message go? I'm only 30 feet up? Yeah, you're 30 feet yeah. up. I you can reach him. Yeah, so I message, hey, what's going on? Perfect. <laughs> that was that was what I wanted. Uh, there's a drow bard up here playing a song to wax figures, um, and she either has or is very close to the Oryx Stone. Uh, okay. Those wax... So I meant they look like melted wax drow, but they move. Oh. To uh, arcana check? Yeah, you can roll. Actually, religion check. Religion check. I'm just as bad at that. 
Natural 20. (laughs) Those are mains. So they are the lowest form of demons. I had assumed they were like... out of the river sticks. Sick. I had assumed they were like homunculi that she made. Mm. But uh, playing a song to a bunch of minor demons. Great. Love it. The best. Best case scenario, she's... Okay, this is the part that freaks me out. Um, she looks young. Mm-hmm. The city has been in ruins for like, I mean, I guess another drow could have just come here and decided to live here, but that's even crazier, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, getting the stone could have turned her crazy. She could have been young and found the stone. And... Oh, and like then decided to stay here. That's a, that's a working theory. I th- maybe the stones give you agelessness. I don't know. You're looking older by the day, buddy. Anyways, that's <laughs> that's on you guys. Um, We're gonna come up there, okay? Uh, I look around and like, sure. Grab Grimlock and we walk through the dimension door and walk up on the other side of. Kirith so that we're on the platform. Right. Okay, so this music is creeping me the F out. So you just hate other cultures. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> See, I'm just picturing like a 90s dad. Rap music, more like crap music. <laughs> it, was, it was specifically described to me by the GM. Don't ask yeah. what a GM is. It, as bad mm-hmm. feeling, bad juju mm-hmm. music. Discord, I don't dis- like it. Discordance is great in music. Dissonance is wonderful. Um, so Maybe uh, I was supposed to be a drow. You're not uh, a drow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of racism. (laughs) I would like to know if we're planning on going in stealthy or I might just walk in. Just walk in there playing my own music. Uh, It's a child. Like it's not a child. She looks my age. Oh, I'm old enough to have a child. True. And does. But kind of just barely. Yeah, kind of just barely, but like... <laughs> like, you, you you look like young adult. Yeah, like, yeah. Looking like Kira's age is looking like... Like early 20s. Like, yeah, 17 to 20, so... Mm. <laughs> While I'm actually the oldest. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to do something different, that's totally fine. Uh, it's... I think confrontation in one manner or another is the... Actually, the safest bet because sneaking in. I mean, are there like open? There is this the only opening into that room, or is there windows and stuff? Or? There, there are some windows to that yeah. room, and then there is another entrance further into the tower behind her. Okay, that goes further in, not yeah. on the other side. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can just be ready to rush in. Yeah. There's no friendly way to sneak up on someone. <laughs> Do any of us get any real benefits from sneaking up on them? Them having a surprise round. Yeah, that's true. So Grimlock and I will hide, and if she goes violent, we will 
fucking do her a murder, I guess. Like, All right. you know, we, you know, I could walk in there with a map looking really confused, and if she tries to kill me, you guys can rush in. I feel like it still doesn't give you the surprise round. If one of us is going to walk in, we lose and the tr- surprise round. And yeah. if if anyone is going to try to talk to her, it should not be, it should be uh, that lady over there. True. <laughs> um, so Alice, do, do you guys Grace, want, I forget. Do you guys want invisibility? Okay. Save save your spells. Okay. Um. Yeah, it'll drop the first attack, but hmm. if because it's on yourself and a, a number of other people. Uh yeah. If I upcast it, I can. Or can you choose someone besides yourself as the main target? I think a creature you touch becomes invisible. Okay. So if you I... take it, you're gonna have a lot more advantage of it, like extra attacks and things. So sure, I can sneak up with you. So I will cast invisibility on Grimlock. Play my little tune. I'm going to have my pan flutes out anyways for when I walk in. Kirith, you're just going to be behind I'm us. I'm just going to be hanging out on this balcony and ready to jump in if you need if it if need be. So I hand well, on my hand like totem out and shield out. <laughs> I will walk in confidently, and I won't even, like, say hello to her. I will start playing Counter Charm, trying to kind of match her notes, but not exactly. Do you need me to read out to you? Yes, please. Uh, Counter Charm. Sorry, one moment. Uh... Counter charm is as an action you can perform until the end of your next turn. During that time, any friendly creatures within 30 feet that can hear you gain advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Okay. So I'm not specifically trying to counter. I don't know what she's doing, but I'm concerned it could charm or fear us. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Jim. Have you heard that new podcast where those two silly guys talk about D&D? Is that the one where a wizard who is a professional train builder and another wizard who's a caretaker of the legendary fungin and they talk about all things fantasy and D&D? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I have, Sean. I think it's us. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I thought it sounded familiar. Greetings, adventurers. We invite you to listen to our podcast, 13-Sided Die. Our goal is to entertain you with our fun and in-depth discussions about D&D, fantasy, and everything in between. Come sit by the fire. You're safe here. We'll keep watch. We hope you enjoy 13-Sided Die. Available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, Olivia, you start walking forward. Uh, Roll me a performance check for the musicality of your counter charm. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So yeah, you are blending really well into her music, kind of matching the style. Like you, you'd really need to know what was going on not to think you were just accompanying her. Yeah. And so she starts smiling as she hears, and she turns toward you, and she looks a little bit and cocks her head, 
and she starts whispering something as she's playing. Is it a spell? Yay, roll me an arcana check. <laughs> Yay, yeah. roll me an arcana check. Maybe she's nice. 17? 17. She is casting detect thoughts. Surface level thoughts. Okay. I am. You have a reaction if you want to use it. Can my reaction be to try to control, like, to deceive? Yes. So change my surface level thoughts to like A minor C, like so singing I, to myself. I feel like that is a deception check at disadvantage okay. because it's inside my brain. Yeah. So I rolled a five and a 16. I will take obviously the five plus eight <laughs> is 13. 13? Okay. <laughs> C is for counter charm. That's good enough for me. That's what I end up accidentally singing uh, in my brain. It's just the, it's like in Marvel Comics, how Captain America and Gambit foil telepaths. Captain America just starts reciting baseball statistics in his head Mm -hmm. and they can't get past it. And Gambit just starts picturing whoever's trying to read his mind naked and can't get past it. So you you start playing and she is smiling and you can tell that she's bringing her music to a wrap up moment. Okay. I will follow. Okay. And she says, "Welcome in Elvin." Thank you. I say in Elvin as well. Your music is quite beautiful. Thank you. My name is Usebi Memrai. Usebi who do I have the pleasure of meeting? Oh. My name is Haley Greengrass. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Haley. What brings you to Dotheri? Uh, well, I was just kind of venturing around the Badlands out here and had heard that there was potentially some artifacts. Oh, are you a surface dweller? Yes. <laughs> and I heard your music, which drew me here. Hmm. Well, welcome. That, thank you, Osebi. What city are you from? I am from Ralu. It's surface and east. Oh, I don't know anything about surface cities. Honestly, I'm pretty shit at it, too. (laughs) Honestly, me neither. (laughs) Um, Who are your friends? I motion to the creepy-ass demons in front of her. Uh, She says, this is Markai, this is Handen, this is Wutali, and this is Sev. Hello, Markai. And others who I have now forgotten. Are they your friends or your bandmates? Uh, they're, they're my audience for today. Oh. There's, they have jobs to do in the tower, but now they're mm. on break to listen to my music. Do they also speak Elvish? No. They're oh. not allowed to speak. Oh. Do they look unhappy? Uh so their faces are half melted off, like mm. droopy as they look at you. But they like they don't they look at whoever's talking, but there's no reaction to the content of what's being said. 
Are you guys hungry at all? I have some extra rations. Are you? So who are you asking that to? A Sebi, because she's the only one yeah. who understands me. Uh, I mean, supper should be served in an hour or two. So if you'd like to join us. Oh, that kind of sounds better than hard tack. <laughs> Crackers and beef jerky. Um, is this your tower? Uh, no, it's it's the government tower. My mother is one of the matrons. Ah, neat. <laughs> um, will she be upset if you have a friend for dinner? Do you need to ask? Oh, no, I can just tell the servants. Oh, okay. Do you want to keep playing? Uh, oh, give me a moment. I will let them know. Okay. And so she heads through that door further in the tower, and she says, I'll be right back. Okay. I whisper I, message I, to Kirith. Can I hear the conversation? Yeah, you can hear. Her? They're, they're not hiding it. I cast locate object so I can know what to, if the, It's moving with it's her. It's moving. Okay. <laughs> D- do you still message me? Yeah, I message Kirith. You get like one word, and it's moving. It's on her. She has it. Do we go now? Uh, we got... I mean, unless you think you can, like, filch it from her. So she is wearing a belt made of platinum, and there is (laughs) a single, like, pouch on it about the size of a long coin purse. There's no weapons on her, nothing like that, just that pouch on the belt. Like, you know what I want to do. Then do it, man. Kill the child. No, I want to steal it. Yeah. I want one of you guys to be a distraction. Yeah, I'm, but I will be that when she gets back. Okay. So uh, just uh, what are you doing, Grimlock? You're invisible right now. Uh, I've been like, you know, hovering in the area. Have, have the uh, little wax men been saying anything? I speak abyssal. Uh, they have not said anything. They are, they stare at whoever's talking, and when she walks away, they follow her walking away as she goes around the corner. Okay, I'll follow them at a distance. Okay, uh, follow her at a distance. Yes, they're yeah. they're staying seated. So she gets around the corner and she finds a couple of other mains, and she starts saying to them in the abyssal, and says, "I want you to prepare four meals and set them out on the table." And then just wait in attendance. We'll need them in about an hour. And then she composes herself and looks kind of airy like she was looking before and starts walking back towards Olivia. Did she have that kind of demeanor? Like she was all happy. She was excited and happy. And again, as she was speaking abyssal in the other room, she just said they can't she can't speak to them and they don't speak to her. And so, yeah, the couple of main she was talking to scamper down the hallway as she comes back, recomposing herself. I'm going <laughs> to sneak over to Kirith okay. and whisper in his ear. Just all of a sudden, just, hey, shit. I'll get your attention by holding your hand. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, that won't scare me. <laughs> uh, she can talk to them. She was saying to to like set a tape or set a plate for us. Seemed... What do you mean us? For for four. So more importantly, she knows that we're here. Yeah. She knows we're here. Yeah. Cool. Also, <laughs> she seemed really happy about it. I don't know if that's like 
her being excited about murder. I mean, that's, yeah, her being happy is even more suspicious to me. Mm. But, uh... I've heard about Drow, Joy. Never seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I mean, according to Narthus, (laughs) I mean, he gets a lot of enjoyment out of just being a dickhead. But, uh, he's also not happy a lot. Mm. Maybe that's just... Maybe it's, you know, a lot of my friends aren't happy a lot. Maybe it's a them thing. (laughs) Could be. Anyways, I'm going to leave. Where? He's gone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Olivia, she comes back around the corner and she says, dinner will be ready in about an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, that's great. Thank you. That's, I mean, I was going to try to repay you for the interesting and fun. Oh, you're a guest in our city. Shall we have one jam sesh? (laughs) Sure. Can I try your harp? Of course. And she like steps aside. So this harp is absolutely gorgeous. Again, made of gold. It would probably weigh about 200 pounds. You guess that it's worth probably about 30,000 gold. Holy shit. This is a better harp than Fred's harp, isn't it? Is this yes. better than Frederick's harp? I yes, want it's this better. fucking well, harp. Well, Frederick's harp is magic and can cast spells. I'm sure this harp could be enchanted. <laughs> so yeah, she Or you could sell it and buy something that is. <laughs> <laughs> but she moves aside and lets you sit on the stone seat she was sitting on and try the harp. Oh wow. Cool. Do you uh, sing at all? Yes. Okay. Um show me the chords you need. So she she kind of shows them to you. Uh, the strings on this harp, uh, they are harsh on your fingers, even though your fingers are callous. Like it's yeah. designed to kind of cut your fingers a little bit. I try not to show it too much, mm-hmm. but I'm a bit of a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like pull out a, a, a guitar pick to play. Yeah. <laughs> I just put on like thimbles on all of my fingers. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, she starts singing a song uh, in Elven that is about, we're going to find the dwarves and murder them in their sleep. We're going to find the dwarves no matter how they creep. Bing! We'll catch them all with traps made of delicious potatoes. We'll kill them and their dads and plant them under tomatoes. Ding! Well, that was fun. Uh, Let's... Here, I'll let you sit back down and, uh, She yeah. says, why don't you teach me a song? Sure. Um, I teach her a song about Zeb Jibjoff. Zeb? Zespajoff? Zespajoff being a dick. It's like a punk song yeah. <laughs> that I'm making her learn. Dragon, chugga chugga wugga. <laughs> She's like, oh, do you want to hear one of the best songs I've ever heard? Yes. Okay, I need you to go. Stomp, stomp, clap. Oh, my God. Stomp, stomp, clap. (laughs) Stomp, stomp, clap. I do it. Buddy, you're a young man, hard man. (laughs) And she sings a Frederick Quicksilver song for you. This is really good. Do you get a lot of surface culture down here? No, just that. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone knows Frederick Quicksilver. Oh, God. He's a supersonic man. (laughs) (laughs) Just try and stop him. Neat. Uh, Neat. <laughs> uh, yeah, they hang out with her until these guys, I I mm-hmm. don't exactly. I just stand, I stand out on the balcony. Like you hear all yep. these songs. So she 
sings a song about finding and murdering dwarves. Yep. And then she sings a Frederick Quicksilver song. Yep. And also she, yeah, hmm. she has it on her. And if it's that important, if her mother were still alive, her mother would have it. She said that she's the matron. I'm just like running through scenarios, yeah. like going full conspiracy theorist in my head. Like the <laughs> you music. set up a board on the outside the of the The music fades away and yeah. I have to stay stationary on yeah. this like little line of sight broken part. And like, I know she knows I'm here, but maybe she doesn't know where I am. So I'm going to stay hidden. Uh, she hasn't left. So these things haven't talked to her unless they can talk telepathically. Shit. <laughs> like just cycling. Can I roll an insight on her throughout this interaction? Yes. I would have been dancing to the music the entire time. <laughs> oh, in, wh- how long does invisibility last? Half an hour? An hour. An, an hour. hour. Okay. <laughs> so two thirds of the way through this, you just. <laughs> uh, I got a 12 on a insight. 12? Okay. <laughs> uh, she is excited to know you and you get the sense she's very lonely. Yeah. Okay. I rolled an 11 for Arcana. I don't know that it ends in an hour, right? Uh, you probably do from hanging out with Olivia and having it cast on you before. Fair. Okay. So as you're getting near the time, you know invisibility's up. Okay. What uh, would you like to do? Hide within the room. So it, this room has a harp with a seat on it, a stone uh, coffer with some coins in it, and no other furnishings. <laughs> so this room does not really have hiding places. Okay. Mm, I don't want to leave Olivia alone. We'd be like f- five so, feet away. Yeah, you ten could. Feet away. You could hide over where Kirith is. You could also hide by the doorway that's further into the tower, but that could mean you'd have to rush in if they come towards you. Okay. Hmm? How long is her hair? Uh, her <laughs> hair is like deep down on her back. Okay. I wouldn't be thinking about patrols. I don't think. I think I'd be like hiding on the like the the other. Okay. End. So as you're hiding in that hallway, hmm. you can see the two mains that she talked to earlier. The like melty drow hmm. uh, moving from one room into another room carrying, like, stuff on trays. Mm, sure. I Kirith told me in the message that we exchanged while she was out of there where the stone was, correct? Yes. On her person. Yeah. And I noticed a platinum belt. Yeah. I would like... I turn to her and I say, you see my lovely braids? Would you like me to braid your hair? Oh, please. <laughs> So I pull out some of my like personal hygiene stuff. So this... as as you're touching her hair, it's just a little bit sticky, like tacky. Yeah. <laughs> mm, you have such moist hair. How do you get it like this? Oh, I comb spider webs into it every night. Ah, I'll try not to touch it too much. Do you want? Let me do a couple of long braids down here, then we can tie them up in different areas. Of course. My uh, purpose is to get close to the pouch. Listening. Roll me another deception yeah. at disadvantage because... I'm lying about what I want to do. Yeah. 
listening to their conversation, yeah. I know not being there, not being involved face to face, could I roll an insight, maybe an insight at disadvantage to tell if she is legitimately excited? You can or? roll a, just a straight insight. Okay. Can I get one too? Yeah. I, I just want to know if she's like actually excited about people or if it's nefarious. Yeah. I got a 19. A 19? 18. Okay. Uh, so she just seems excited about people to you, Grimlock. Uh, Kirith, she is like she's getting ready to do something. Like she's, you know, you know, when someone's got a lot of adrenaline, like they're almost buzzing with what they're about to do. Do I, is that as, as, as much as I get? Like, cause it, yeah. I'm also a very suspicious person. She might be buzzing to like, give you a present but yeah she's she's about to do something she's so excited okay maybe i won't open with blight but (laughs) (laughs) uh i just i can't even ready to spell magic to counter spell anymore uh damn it i'm so used to old school (laughs) dnd um I just get ready to fight. I I don't want to ruin this if Olivia can pull it off, but like Okay. I rolled an eleven on my deception. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're braiding her hair and getting ready and And then I'm gonna try to slip my hand into the pocket, her pocket, basically, at one point during braiding. As you're braiding and you start to get ready to move your hand, all of a sudden, everything about her shifts just a little bit. And the platinum belt starts climbing up her body as she turns into an eight-foot-tall, yellow, slimy, tentacly tree that you've got your hands on one of the tentacles. So pretty. Let's roll. Let's uh, draw initiative. Disgusting. Yep. Yeah. I was braiding tree vine tentacles. I really hope this is a plant creature because I did prepare blight. (laughs) You know what Ziggs would have prepared. I'm sorry. Fireball because it's it's better Fireball. It's not a druid spell. Uh, Oh, guess you're not a lore bard. Correct. I also haven't taken fireball yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a lore bard. Take polymorph, and then you can we, you can talk to me about stuff that I can't do. <laughs> I have polymorph. Shit. <laughs> Everyone ready? Yes. Oh no. Oh no. She go to first. Yeah. She go to first. So, Usebi has changed into something different. <sighs> I'm sorry. One of these branch, like it would be a tree branch, but it's almost more like a slimy vine tentacle, tries to smack your hand as it's reaching for her. And she gets the sneak attack on this. Yeah. I might die. <laughs> Are we surprised? Yes. <gasps> okay. Uh, well, she gets a sneak attack on Olivia. Oh, okay. Like, you don't lose your attacks this round. Okay, we don't have she to... gets advantage on yeah. this one attack. Okay, we don't have to clear uh, surprise. Yeah, does a 22 hit you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, So you guys hear Olivia scream. 
as she takes seven bludgeoning damage. Oh. Gotcha. And then she turns around and tries to bite you with like the center of the tree. The belt is just below where that mouth opens in the middle. Like, you know how a knot in a tree can look like a mouth? Yeah. That opens on this thing. <laughs> uh, and that has a 15 to hit. Yeah, that still hits. Okay. <laughs> it does four bludgeoning damage. Yep. That's a lot of D6s, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> and 22 poison damage. So yeah, you guys hear Olivia scream. Cool. And I think, Olivia, you had the next highest initiative on a queen? I did. Okay. What would you like to do after this tree attacked you? I am going to... I mean, I could... What level is that? It's a fourth level to do that. I'm gonna keep that. Um, I would. It's an action to disengage. Yes, and get outside. Yeah, I am <laughs> going to disengage and run thirty feet across the room, but still be inside it. Yep. Okay, and you still have uh, a bonus action if you have someone to use. Um, no. I mean, I could give inspiration, but they're not in the room yet. Okay. Um, do I want to give inspiration? I feel like cover's blown. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna give an inspiration to Kirith. Okay. Okay. I just shout over my shoulder. Get her. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, Osebi is a giant ugly tree. You Damn. you can deal with giant giant ugly tree. You got this. Damn. Okay, so then it is Kirith's turn. Are the mains doing anything? Or they have they left the room to go prepare dinner? No, they're course? still sitting They're just there. sitting. They're All just right. sitting around the harp. Sick. Um, so I step into the room. And see this tree thing with a belt around it? Uh, knowledge, nature, religion, arcana? Religion. Uh, don't fail me now. I rolled a seven, so six. Six? <laughs> e, uh, this thing is weird and gross. Cool. Uh, it looks like it might be a plant. I was going to do this anyway when I thought it was a lady, but uh, I'm going to cast Blight, just verbal and somatic components. So I chant in uh, Sylvan, and that brown energy comes off. Nec necromantic energy washes over a creature of my choice within 30 feet. Uh, so I would, I guess, move up to where, where Olivia is. Do you move in front of Olivia? Yeah, she got walloped good. Um, uh, of Over a creature of my choice that I can see within range, draining moisture and vitality from it. The target must make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, um, oh, so wait. Uh, spell has no effect on undead or constructs. If the target is a plant creature or magical plant, it makes the saving throw with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, a 22 for the con save. Okay. Dang. Hmm. So it makes it and only takes 4d8. Uh, yeah. 
if your target is a plant creature or magic saving throw disadvantage takes maximum max damage if your target is not magic yeah that none of that matters okay Ooh, but that's a good roll so far 15 <laughs> Twenty-two necrotic damage. Okay, so yeah, some of the like slime sloughs off this. Sick. <laughs> and then it is Grimlock's turn. I got a fourteen to know stuff about the tree. Okay, and that was a religion. Mm. This is a yocho, which is a handmaiden of Lolth. It is a demon that infiltrates Drow society to make sure that they obey their evil demon goddess. <laughs> they can look like uh, Drow women, usually of high social class, uh, and and yeah, they they are pretty direct uh, servants of Lolth, the Spider Queen. <laughs> Terrifying. And you come around the corner behind one. I'm gonna beat it up with a stick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Would I would I be able to get advantage? Because, like, you know, hiding and everything? Uh, roll me your stealth versus her passive perception okay. uh, with advantage. She knew you were around because she detected that Olivia had an invisible dwarf with her okay. from detecting thoughts. But <laughs> she doesn't know where you are. Okay. So roll, roll your stealth with advantage. If you beat her passive perception, then you get advantage on your attack roll. Okay. If it changes anything, the um, the disadvantage that TJ mentioned is actually for them on their perception check, but we're doing uh, passive, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's passive. Oh, yeah, you're right. I thought it was like a hood thing. Mm. Mm. It It's uh, right next to a mention of putting the hood up and down. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, 24. Okay, you are attacking with advantage for your first attack. Cool. Because after you, after you connect, she knows where you are. <laughs> <laughs> so smart. Yeah, truly incredible. Okay, so that's 26 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. That is a two-handed swing of the quarter staff. So D8. D8 plus your dex. Yes. So starting with 10 damage, so just big overhand. Big overhand swing on the uh, the limb that just uh, hit Olivia. Okay, so you crack into it and your key sparks along your weapon. You get the sense that if you weren't you, you might not have hurt her that bad. <laughs> I, I'm... And then you have a second attack? Yeah. Uh, noticing the key flowing through it and then like a burst of confidence would be like, oh, my God. we got it. I'm prepared. Uh, 22. 22 hits. Mm. For six damage. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you know those, um, those big... It's like a log with like the arms and you hit it and it spins around kind of thing. Yep. Thinking back to training on those, just like this is this is it. This oh, is yeah. the moment I've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have your martial arts, or if you're spending a key point, a fury flurry of blows. I'm gonna do flurry. This Kay. thing's gotta go down. The extra Ooh. 
It's 20. Natural 20. Yeah, yeah. So we can farm still in this one, correct? No. No? A natural 20 is just a crit. Yeah. Right? Cool. Yeah. So three plus four plus four, so eleven. You, yeah, yeah, and you just multiply the die, not the flat numbers. Yeah, yeah he rolled the die twice. Yeah. Okay, and then for your second attack, good fail. Okay, so you <laughs> kick her really hard, and then you're spinning around to do your next kick, and she sweeps the leg. And you're <laughs> on the ground beside her, and in abyssal. She says, grab the dwarf. <laughs> I'll call out, don't, don't grab the dwarf. <laughs> In abyssal. <laughs> okay. This is the first time you guys hear me say it. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> mm. 11. Uh, so they like look so she yells grab the dwarf and they all start and you're like don't grab the dwarf and then they look back to her and she's like grab the dwarf (laughs) (laughs) and my turn's over so I can't keep it going (laughs) Uh, and then she is going to cast a spell do I want to cast a spell I will counter spell I'm just casting it at it's regular level. Okay. Roll so I... me your charisma check. As her eyes, like the, the red eyes that are set in the tree trunk, mm-hmm. and some of them are like on the edge of branches. She has like four or five eyes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go from red to yellow as she looks at Olivia, and she says, stab the elf in the back. I just play my little pan flutes <laughs> to try to counterspell her. So it's this plus my charisma, which is plus yep. five. 23. 23. So the spell comes towards you and then breaks off of your shield. Yeah. Just playing my like do, 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 do. <laughs> you somehow say no in notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fam. <laughs> or I'm like doing that flute beatboxer thing. Like, like no. <laughs> All right. Then it's your turn. I would like to rage. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> I will cast Bane on her. Okay. So she needs to make a DC 16 charisma save. All right. And I can choose up to three creatures, so I'll choose two of the demons as well. Okay, so she has a 25 to save. Yeah, she's fine. But Markai and Webley, or Welby, both fail. So they get a minus uh, D4 to um, attack rolls or saving throws. Okay. And this is a concentration spell. It also takes a drop of blood. So I pull my... Um, I point my thumbs out. I've just been playing my pan flute. I scrape my thumb against my teeth mm-hmm. to draw a little blood and then I say the somatic or the verbal parts as I move my hands and push towards them a burst of negative energy. Okay. And yeah, she shakes it off but it settles into two of the mains. Great. All right. Then um, it is bonus action I'll yep. give Grimlock an inspiration. Hey, don't don't 
let a tree get you down, buddy. Oh, thanks. Get on back up. You know what? I think I won't. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's like... a D8 now. Oh, That's sick. Okay. The melty elves are going to try and grapple Grimlock on the ground. <laughs> uh, the first one has a nine, so you can make either a opposed strength or uh, an acrobat, or sorry, athletics or acrobatics dex roll, whichever is better. Amazing. No one ever tries to grapple me. This is great. <laughs> uh, I'm, I rolled a one, so I have an eight. Okay, and he has a nine. Oh, lying down sucks. <laughs> I hate lying down. <laughs> so yeah, you're lying down, and four mains lie on top of you, because the rest also try to grapple you and hold you in place. <laughs> Gonna get up, and they're all just hanging off of me. <laughs> well, them grappling you means that you need to break the grapple to get up. Okay. Can I fight them from the ground? Yes. Amazing. It's not my turn, though. Because mm -hmm. now it's Kirith's turn. I would like to cast Tidal Wave. <laughs> and Rules has written it just knocks things prone. Mm -hmm. So I guess it, this wouldn't actually like knock them all off Grimlock or break the grapple, but I think thematically it's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. And Grimlock still gets a deck save on this. <laughs> I'm great at those. I love this plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Actually, they, or that, or they don't seem like a huge threat. Nah, I'm going to hit everything. And I spit into the room, and it's like, thanks for not stabbing me in the back, Olivia. And <laughs> cast, you got it. And cast Tidal Wave, and everything gets a dexterity save as a 10-foot tall, 30-foot wide, like, the room size wave yeah. crashes into the opposing wall. <laughs> okay, Usebi has a 20 to save. She takes half damage. 19. Okay. Can you roll the damage? I'm going to see if it even matters if the mains roll. Okay. Um, hoo -hoo. Sorry, Grimlock. <laughs> <laughs> 21. 21? So you, the mains are all like brushed off of Grimlock because even if they make the save, it's enough to kill them. Kill them. So they go, so Grimlock, the wave hits them, and as they're flying off you, they're melting into black goo. Oh, sorry, you're Grimlock. You're covered in black oh. demon ichor. And you, you do take that 10 damage then, Grimlock. Uh, I have evasion, and I succeeded. Oh, never mind. Uh, and so what type of damage is it? Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning? Okay. Bludgeoning from a magical source. I don't know if that counts as magical. Like it I, does. Okay, yeah. cool. It's it because bludgeoning resistance is non-magical. <laughs> okay, but she, uh, I actually thought it might be a different type, which she is yep. resistant to. Oh, okay. So I just get cut. Like instead of getting hit by the wave, I the, get hit by the goo. The of wave yeah. just rolls over you because you were lying down. Uh, <laughs> but you're just covered in muck. God. It's your turn now. I'm gonna like take make two eye holes in the goo. Yeah. And a mouth hole, and just sloppily get up and run over and start swinging, but okay. it's very obvious that I'm, like, almost falling over because I'm just weighed down by this garbage. <laughs> I helped you. No, no, it's <laughs> the only way I know how, by covering you in garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, and as I'm going over, I'm going to call over call over to Kira to 
Thanks. <laughs> and punch with the thumbs up that I'm giving Kira. Uh, remember, you still have inspiration as well. I'm not happy about it, though. <laughs> okay. So, roll your attacks. I'm assuming I would have lost my staff in the in the thing, so I'm just going to go swinging. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 26. Uh, 26 will hit. It's just all fists from here, so uh, 19 just going for the trunk. Okay. That 19 to hit or 19 damage? Oh, 19 to hit, sorry, and it Kay. was 9 damage. 9 damage, sorry, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and 19 also hits. So roll the damage for that hit. You didn't tell us the first hit's damage. Yeah, you didn't tell me that damage for your first hit. <laughs> sorry, uh, no, I rolled a 26 and then 9 damage for that attack. Yeah. And I think 19 was just... Was yeah. an attack, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, so you haven't rolled damage for that attack yet. Oh, okay. I'm spacing out, apparently. Um... Uh, ten damage. Okay. So just poof, poof, on the on the trunk. All right. Solid. And are you doing martial arts or flurry of blows, or dodging or? Honestly, I cannot try and trip this thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a um, dexterity saving throw. Okay. And that's if you hit on this next attack, right? Yes. Yes. And so, eighteen. Eighteen will hit. Cool. For seven damage. Okay. And uh, it has a 15 for its deck save. Oh, I think that makes it. Sorry. Sorry, what'd you get? Uh, 15. Yeah, just barely. Okay. So, as you hit it, it turns into a cloud of yellow spores. And that cloud of yellow spores drifts across the room towards Kirith and Olivia and stops. And uh, Kirith, make me a DC 14 con save versus poison. Okay. Sorry, I'm just... I know I can't cast this spell right now, but my turn is next, so I also mm -hmm. want to look at it. Con save versus poison? Yeah. I took the resilient feat. So I am much better at this than I was... Last week. Last week. <laughs> I'm explaining it away as Kirith has eaten a lot of garbage. <laughs> 17, so 22 constitution. 22, so you feel as if every joint in your body wants to seize up as you breathe in these spores. Okay. And the cloud just kind of settles over you and stays there. Okay. And then it is Olivia's turn. Um. I... Would like to viciously mock the spores. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a wisdom 16 save. Okay. These spores have a 17 to save. So they save. Uh, and so it doesn't 
yeah, there's no effect, but what do you say to the spores? You're so ugly, you can't even stay solid. Okay. <laughs> then it's Kirith's turn. I, um, even, even spells that don't have the, like, like, uh, advancement to cast at a higher level, I can still cast at yes. a higher level, right? Cool. I reach out to my, reach out behind me and cast protection from poison on Olivia. Okay. What a friend. <laughs> what a guy. For the duration, the target has advantage on saving throws against being poisoned and it has resistance to poison damage. So nice. I cast that at third level because I used all my second level spells for locate object. Mm -hmm. And then I would like to step outside the poison cloud and that's my action. All I have left is bonus. I guess turn into a spider. Okay. <laughs> How big? Big as I can. Okay. Just the, the regular horse size, you know. Yeah. All right, Grimlock. You know, the size turn. that spiders are. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start swinging. I'm going to open up with a stunning strike because okay. I'm starting to get scared a little bit. Ooh. So the whole tree is spores now? Yes. Okay. It was a... Uh... Oh, I shouldn't have turned into a spider. <laughs> sorry, 13 to him. Okay. Uh, sorry, just checking all the rules of it in its spore form. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, 14 does not hit. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. You have... Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, yeah. You have inspiration, but you can't... You have to decide to use it before you're told if it's a hit or not. Yeah. Fair. I'm going to swing again. There we go. Uh, so 23. Okay, so your fist goes into it and then starts crackling with key that's killing spores all around it. <laughs> cool. Roll your damage. Super cool. Uh, so nine damage. Okay. Like little shock waves or something. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, yeah, honestly, just flurrying again. Just want to get rid of this thing. Uh, so 26. 26 will hit. That's just a regular guy. So seven damage. Okay. And a 18. 18 hits. Okay. Four or five damage. Okay. Just <laughs> kind of just kind of <laughs> reaching through it at this point. So the spore cloud then moves over Olivia. Roll me a save versus poison. Woo! Thanks to my good friend. I got you. Uh, 13 plus 1 is 14. So yeah, you feel that, like, go into your throat, and you feel your joints trying to lock up, and you mm. feel Kira's spell protecting you as you cough and take a step back. <laughs> It doesn't seize you up, but it very nearly did. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, Gareth. You're welcome. I will again cast Vicious Mockery. She has a 21 to save. Okay, yeah. I'm just like, no wonder you're so lonely. You're spore company. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I bite roll your Olivia. damage against yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's your turn, Kirith. I bite Olivia. <laughs> uh, I, I, I try to bite. We must make an alliance against these humans and their jokes. <laughs> uh, I try. I try to bite the spores, seeing that Grimlock's punchy punches worked. Um, I do have primal strike, so my natural attacks in wild shape count as magic. Okay. Nice. I can't remember if that's just like an, a higher level druid thing or not. I think it must be Circle of the Moon. Because that rules. Kapla. <laughs> uh, uh, 23 to hit. 23 hits. For five magical piercing. Okay. Um, is it even worth me rolling the poison damage? It is the Handmaiden of Lolf. Don't worry. You can just say no. (laughs) Uh, Actually, roll it. That's how much it heals her. (laughs) Oh, this is a Kafka situation where both poison and healing heal them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck. No, that, uh, no poison damage. Yeah. The poison. So as She also doesn't have a body right mm -hmm. now. As you bite, you can feel the, like, mystical form of the tree there. Oh, cool. Like that's what you bite. Because, again, my idea of how the druid affects it versus the monk is a little different. Cool. Uh, then it's Grimlock's turn. Uh, I'm... And, sorry, is Olivia currently in the cloud? Yes. I feel like you can punch the cloud without hitting her. If you it's get a critical punch. failure, if you roll a one on the dice, hmm. you will punch Olivia. <laughs> so there's a 5% chance you will hit Olivia with each strike. <laughs> What kind of action is a shove? Uh, a shove is an attack action. Okay. So one of your a full attack action or just one of your attacks? It would take one of your attacks. I'll use an attack to get to, to get push her out, out of the way. Okay. So you so you're not trying to do the damaging version, right? No. So Grimlock challenge you to a com, to a contested strength roll. Do you want to choose to fail? No, I'll just walk out. <laughs> well, like he pushes you, but yeah. you just go with it. And, yeah. My bad pun took away my bonus action and movement from my turn. Yeah. I just forgot to move. (laughs) We moved on very quickly is what happened. Yeah, that's fair. It's what you deserved. So Grimlock shoves you back. (laughs) That's fair. Sorry. Grimlock lost an attack because of that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want my friends to turn into black goo. Um, I don't think that's how it works, but okay. You don't know that. <laughs> Seen a lot of humans die. <laughs> nah. Okay, second attack. Uh, 23. That'll hit. Uh, 10 damage. Okay. Just swing it on in. And Is it martial arts or flurry time? It's flurry. Okay. Okay. Plus the thing. Inspiration? Yeah. So, so roll the D8. Right. It's not just this five that was there. Yeah. <laughs> I just started doing math. I'm just crazy. I got a five anyways. Um, <laughs> that was so, weird. <laughs> so 16. 16. You hit. Roll your damage. Cool. Nice. Kill a tree. Uh, eight damage. Okay. So you hit the cloud of spores, and as it connects, it turns back into the tree and falls to the ground and you can see it like starting to melt into the black goo and it's got again still the belt on it <laughs> and it's starting to melt we're out of combat time okay. like you've just won but hmm. take that belt yeah oh, we're gonna it's, yank it yeah you you yank it and and it's like you shouldn't take it from here why 
They'll get it. They'll use it for the wealth. Who's they? The dragons. No, they won't. And she starts dissolving into the blackish goo. Bye, Ozebi. You were kind of fun to hang out with a little bit. I was going to feed you all and then murder you. <laughs> and she <your> fades. <laughs> and then eat you. <laughs> They'll take it. The dragons. Who do you think we work for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing her fucking harp right uh, now. So that harp weighs about 600 pounds. Grimlock, you're stealing this harp from <laughs> me. I'm actually not that strong. <laughs> Fuck, we're all so fucking weak. I'm not. Can you like turn into an ox or something? I already have like 14 or 15 strength. That's Kirith, not strong. Can you carry this? That's, that's yes, objectively strong. <laughs> Kirith, can you carry this harp for me? <laughs> not as that. Look, hey, what if we gave it as a present to... Frederick Quicksilver. That's a really good idea. We should do that. Are you going to just stay a spider now? (laughs) Okay. I try to lift the harp. (laughs) Okay, make a strength check. That's a 17. Yeah, you're able to, like, awkwardly carry it over to the balcony's edge. (laughs) Okay, now I'm just going to have to... I can't get it above my shoulders, which is what I have to do to get it over this railing. I need to talk to them. I'll change back. Okay. (laughs) All right. That was my my last shape of the day. Um, We have to get out of here tonight. And I don't think we had a giant harp with us when we looked at it. It'll take us a while to get that up yet. Um, Also, I would like to search the rest of these rooms because chances are no one else raided this place, right? Can we just take a quick look around? Potentially. Yeah, sure. All right, so you guys get ready to go through the rest of the Citadel, but we will call the session for now before you look in the pouch. It's the sunset cast in stone. I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, we do. I located object on it. It was on her. She was afraid the dragons would take it and use it for the wealth, which the oryx stones are used for. What if it's yeah. just like a bunch of joints? <laughs> <laughs> Let's use it for the dang. <laughs> <laughs>